This week's episode of Greetings from Storybrooke is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download at www.audibletrial.com slash storybrooke. Over 100,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Again, that link is audibletrial.com slash storybrooke. I want to see your hook inside his body. What if I don't take your offer? Remember the last time you didn't listen to me? Have a drink. You know, it always helps you think. Greetings from Storybrooke. I'm Bill Meeks. And I'm caffeinated Anne-Marie. And this is a gift to commemorate our latest voyage together. And we also talk about ABC's hit series, Once Upon a Time. How are you doing, <laughs> caffeinated Anne-Marie? I'm fantastic. How are you? You're fantastic? <laughs> Amazing. I haven't had coffee in two days and that I had a venti dark roast at work tonight. <laughs> and we should mention it's almost 10 o'clock at night, too. So. And I'm having espresso adult beverage. <laughs> So I'm not sleeping tonight. So this might be a really long episode because yeah. I've got my talkers And on. if she talks like this the whole episode, you'll understand why. Um, uh, At least I warned them. Speaking of talking the entire episode, that's a really bad segue. But Pretty bad, yeah. Uh, something happened this week in that we got so much feedback, especially, you know, post-episode and everything, that we couldn't... We can't fit it all. Not at all. Like, not there even half like of it. six letters, two mm-hmm. voicemails... A bazillion tweets. Mm-hmm. That's a rounding. It could have really been like four, but bazillion <laughs> sounds better. Yeah. Um, there yeah. were Facebook messages like, y'all rocked this week. Oh, like, well, really, like the past 24 hours. Kept us entertained. All it really did. I was like, there's another email. But unfortunately, we get to recording the episode and we can't fit everything in. And our our just our email box is just like full Exploding. of stuff and you know i go through and I, I archive everything as we put it on the show or don't put it on the show or whatever but it's still half full so what we've decided to do is we want to do a special feedback episode this week since we're not going to have a wonderland episode this in week. case you didn't know there's no wonderland this yeah. week because well halloween so candy yeah so there's so no wonderland episode this week but we do want to do a special feedback episode and we want to know what you the listeners have the thought listeners about of greetings from story <laughs> the listeners of greetings from Storybrook <laughs> and the watchers of once upon a time and once upon a time wonderland yes exactly uh have thought about the seasons thus far you know we're we're approaching about halfway i i think I the middle of this episode was halfway, halfway. uh through the fir- through the, the first, first story arc the neverland arc um, and so we, we kind of want to get a sense of what everyone's thinking of everything in general so far, you right. know? So if you, if you have some, uh, some sort, sort of picadillo or something from episode three, you want to get off your chest, you never got around to a picadillo. a picadillo. Okay. Um, you know, definitely <laughs> write us, write into us at greetingsfromstorybrook at gmail.com. And if you want to, you can just go to greetingsfromstorybrook.com, click on contact up at the top. There's our voicemail, our email, Facebook, Twitters, and we'll also give you all that information at the end of the show. But we're going to do a special feedback episode some night this week. So get yeah. it in. We figured we, since we didn't have that Wonderland mm-hmm. episode, keep us, you know, on our game since we've now been doing <laughs> two episodes a week and mm-hmm. we've been recording on the right nights. Yes. Aren't you impressed with us? We've grown up over the summer. I know. Um, we're responsible we're and everything. Responsible. What? 
Um, but yeah, we really would like to know. And honestly, I'd like some feedback on Wonderland a lot because this week turned my opinion on it from mm-hmm. the yeah to the yay. Yeah. So, super yay. Super yay. So if anybody else, maybe this episode did that for you or maybe this episode was just like it needs mm-hmm. canceled and it needs to go. I want to know what you think. Definitely, definitely. So, uh, yeah, we'll probably we'll probably end up recording it uh, Thursday or Friday night somewhere in there. Yeah, on, a, on a candy high Thursday night, probably. That'll be fun. But not. Yeah, let's do it. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, just write us in and uh, look forward to a special feedback episode li- episode Episode. later this week. Uh, but I guess we should go ahead and start talking about this week's episode. All right, let's of talk once about we're this. like four minutes in. So four minutes. <laughs> I know. Blasphemy. Right. So go ahead. Uh, give us that old <coughs> episode samurai, Emery. Charming and Hook take a trip up the mountain for magic or magical water from a magical fountain. We see Killian Jones hang out with his brother, but that ends quickly when Neverland's discovered. Henry gets a message and thinks up a sword, then Pan adds a cage to the cages he stored. Captain Swan kisses <laughs> become the new norm. It was a one-time thing. In this week's episode, good form. It was more than a one-time thing. Not- so, Amory, <laughs> <laughs> just a uh, general idea. What do you think of the episode? Loved it. Yeah, it was pretty good, wasn't it? I missed the kiss. There were other good kisses, though. I've loved Pan every episode. This was by far my favorite Pan episode. Yeah. He's like, so... Oh. He, he's just so strong. I almost want them to just cancel the entire series and just do a Peter Pan series. Maybe you can have a spin-off. <gasps> Next year's spin-off. Next, Once Upon a Time in Neverland. But they are. But, this but, is but, kind of Once Upon a Time in Neverland. Pan's backstory? Pan's ba- well, I'm sure they'll probably get to that in the main series. It yeah. seems like it's kind of a big deal <laughs> with Rumpel and everything. Yeah, but I mean... Yeah, it's true. It's true. I, I don't know. Something. Maybe we turn him good. Mm-hmm. Probably not. He's we'll a little see. too bad. Uh, He's like Rumple. I don't see any redemption. He doesn't want to redeem. Everybody else wanted well, to redeem Rumpel, at some Rumpel, point. Rumple's found a degree of redemption and That's is working towards finding that more. But he wants to. Mm-hmm. Pan, he don't care. Yeah. He's just like, who can work for me? <laughs> <laughs> but okay, so our first point this week, obviously, Ugh. is uh, towards the end of the episode, if it... Well, I'm sure you caught it, but... Uh, and all the 764 promos for it. Yes. Towards the end of the episode, uh, Emma Swan and Killian Jones, a.k.a. Captain Hook, uh, they kind of make out a little bit. And uh, I, I don't know. Um, people who are of the Captain Swan persuasion might find that really gratifying and really awesome. But other people... People of the Swan Fire persuasion <laughs> despised it, were a little nauseated, and may have People on away. Team Anne-Marie that That's just right, popped Team up Anne-Marie. on Twitter this week. <laughs> Thanks uh, a lot, guys. Where's Team Bill? There is no Team Bill. There is no There's Team There is totally Bill. Team Anne-Marie, and they just started out of nowhere. I love it. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, I've, I've, got a, I've got a fair amount of Captain Swan people supporting me, too. Not as many But as they, they didn't give me a hashtag. I got hashtagged. <laughs> So, uh, you know, I mean, really, there's not too much to say about the kiss. It happened, as Anne-Marie uh, so begrudgingly said, it was a one-time thing. Uh, from <laughs> I'm Emma. caffeinated tonight. I'm sorry. That, that was the line from Emma. But uh, one thing I thought was worth discussing is, do you think that Hook is going to tell Emma about Neil being alive? Yes. Yes? Yes. Do you? I do. I think he has... 
his character that mm-hmm. we saw in this episode, like a lot of his backstory. Mm-hmm. Hook's a good person. Yeah, I mean, really. He's, the- I mean, why would he have saved Charming? Sorry. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, it's okay. The, the only thing, really, and we were talking about this the other day, the only thing I can really peg that he still has kind of hanging on his head is a bad dude is the fact that he stole Mila away from Rumple. Yeah, but he didn't really steal her. She came rather willingly. Yeah. That, sort that, of that, like that, a lost boy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it, it, yeah, I, I, I guess in a sense that was more of a Mila thing than a that was more her. Hook thing. Yeah. But it, uh, in, you know, like I said, though, it, that, that was even, you know, the one minor thing I could think of that he still kind of has hanging over his head. He's really a decent dude. I think he's overall. a really decent dude. And, they need, and you could feel some frustration from him mm-hmm. about everybody thinking he's a bad guy. Yeah. So either we're... We're really missing something else that we're going to find out soon enough, like mm-hmm. whatever he actually did for Pan in the past. Yeah. Or – That's something I want to see explored, by yeah. the way. We need a whole episode flashback uh, classic Peter Pan story time period in Neverland. Story time. All the lost boys <laughs> gather around the fire and Peter Pan tells some stories. Yeah, but basically we need the once version of the Peter Pan tale. Yes. In yeah, full, that's exactly what we haven't is. got yet. We've got, we've got a lot of talking around it. Uh-huh. We, we need to get the, the whole story. Most definitely. But yeah, I, I definitely think that Hook is going to tell yeah. Emma. I think he's going to tell her in the tease before the opening credits in the next episode. I think it's going to be an immediate turnaround. Yeah. Just because if, if you know, the the – ex-boyfriend who had died was anyone but neil i think hook might you know maybe hold that information back a little bit or decide when to let it out there because he'd still probably let it out there eventually but because it's neil and he cared so much about neil and everything i i I think he's going to tell emma immediately honestly i think just even just a little bit of the reason he's kind of hitting on emma right now neil's dead well he thinks (laughs) but i don't think it's because he's like "Ooh, i can swoop in there and now's my chance i think i think it's more of a and it kind of reminded me almost of uh shane from the walking dead which you're you're not familiar with but basically shane kind of when it appears that the main character rick has died shane his best friend you know starts to hit on rick's wife Lori, and by the time rick catches up with them they're kind of in a relationship but i think it's just a situation almost of hook wanting to be there to they each have each other well you know to be there to take care of emma for neil i i think that's but i mean there was obviously the attraction in the the episode where they went up the beanstalk and everything last season right but that was basic i mean that was before anything yeah that that was just like a a base you know kind of physical sexual attraction kind right of thing. uh but i i i think the reason you know he and that would almost be stepping over a boundary you know so soon after neil had quote-unquote died. died yeah but is that's why i think it's more of a i think it's a comfort for both of them yeah it, it well it's a it's a combination of the fact that they had that initial attraction anyway mm-hmm. and then the neil thing and you know hook wanting to be there for and them needing to be there for each other and everything swan fire forever captain swan and that's exactly why hook will end up with emma in the end because he did the right thing before the ne- opening credits next episode go ahead with your point <laughs> the war rages on the war is gonna rage on 
I don't even know how long. Like, they can drag this on for a while. I know. Like, we were talking about this the other day, too. The funny thing about us with the whole Swanfire, Captain Swan thing, is it just started as a couple, like, innocent comments the first episode of the, the season. season. And apparently we just called it. Yeah. Yeah. It's <laughs> it's become a central part of the show now. Right. So. Um, okay. Anyway, to my point, um, yay girl power. Mm-hmm. Yay, the three girls getting the message to Henry. Though mm-hmm. I did think it was a little funny, them all sitting around um, making rope. Yeah. I was like, this is a little <laughs> little house on the prairie for me, sending the men for vines so they can make rope. <laughs> um, but now I'm not usually very pro Regina mm-hmm. or heart ripping out yeah. or anything like that. Dude, this was perfectly acceptable. Oh, yeah, definitely. I think it was If fantastic. anything, I was kind of cheesed off at Snow for having an issue with it, especially after what she did last season. I was I like, know. you know, people in glass houses shouldn't throw two birds with one stone kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> you yeah. Because she was just like so incredulous about it. This better not ruin the family. Maybe, 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 uh, maybe you shouldn't have, uh, you know, killed. Had Regina to... kill her mother. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Like, you did just as bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but the, it, com, 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 compared to things other people have done, Sorry, I, and I mean even things that Regina has done in the past, this was pretty minor. And the, with the way the Lost Boys are, it, this, they're they bad guys it. basically. If, if the you Lost know, Boys so. could rip out hearts, the Lost Boys would have ripped out a lot of hearts by now. Oh yeah, and, and I mean they don't even. Well, we know they do have. A heart they don't chest. even know about uh, the the more awful stuff like you know poisoning, charming that the Lost Boys have done. Like they, yeah. the the more stuff that actually could ruin the family. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, but I, I don't know. It was just really, it was nice to give, um, oh, that was your note. I was like, why is there a note there? I didn't put it. Um, I like seeing Regina have a purpose because mm-hmm. she sort of felt like third wheel, fifth wheel, I don't know, however many wheels we have. Yeah. Too many. Well, she she stated at this episode, she's there to do the stuff that no one else is willing to do, basically. Right. And obviously to help rescue her son. But right. that That's her function. That's how that, she's That's why her. she's there, but she's just mm-hmm. not... I'm surprised she hasn't gone off on her own yet. Yeah, and I almost, I almost want her to. Well, I think, I think she maybe, maybe she's, she's operating under the assumption that she's with the good guys. The good guys are going to win, so the good guys are going to find Henry. So she should stick with them, so she can find Henry. I know, but I'm just saying. I just feel she just feels out of place, mm-hmm. especially in that outfit. Yes, like why wouldn't you bring more comfortable clothes? Yeah, because she knew she was going to, you know, a jungle. But but I mean, she just brought like power suits and blazers. They're all wearing. They pads. haven't changed. I know. And actually, um, in that Comic Con panel from a couple weeks ago, yeah. uh, what's her name uh, that plays Emma? I, you really I, can never remember for Jennifer I know Morrison's it, name. Jennifer Morrison. That's it. I tweeted at her the other day. I know you did. <laughs> I had to retweet something to her. But uh, no, she said a, a couple weeks ago that they all, when they were shooting the departure scene last year, they all like grabbed a suitcase or something. So, you know, they, they wouldn't be stuck in the same outfit all season. Like Emma stuck. was in Emma and snow were last year when they traveled to the enchanted forest. And I, I think uh, the writers might've forgotten that or they, they didn't bring them off of the Jolly Rogers. So <gasps> probably well, who wants to lug around a suitcase? This is true. Go this back to true. the thing and change, <laughs> you know? So unfortunately they'll, Regina's going to be in that power suit. Dude, that blazer, I don't know if you've seen on the um, Once Upon a Time Dragon Con Facebook, somebody like looked up that blazer. It's like a two grand blazer. Wow. That well, blazer's not that cute. Network television, I guess they can afford it, right? <laughs> hey, they're doing good. Anyway, let's move on. Okay, uh, one thing I wanted to note, because we got a huge bunch of hook backstory in this episode. Oh. Uh- 
Hallelujah. And uh, in, I, I loved it. You know, stem to stern. It was great. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no pun intended. I, but one thing I, I thought was interesting was they kind of in the first scene you see with him when he's like, you know, taking the rum off the guy and throwing it off the ship. Don't drink rum, which was really ironic. Uh, and, you know, everything you, you kind of think, oh, this guy is like a really good soldier. Mm hmm. And a really loyal soldier, and he's you know. But I realized throughout the course of the episode, he 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 was never a loyal sur- soldier. He was always a loyal brother. And uh, it, you know, I, I I think really the second his brother was gone, he was just like, oh, well, and I'm a pirate. Bye bye, king. <laughs> we'll talk about that a little bit more in a bit, though, because we have a point on that. But it, that's just something I wanted to point point out that. I, I I thought that was an interesting part of his character that he he portrayed himself as a loyal soldier, but really he was a loyal brother, and his brother was a lo- right. loyal soldier until the end. Right. Okay. So sort of bouncing off of that, I love young Killian. Mm-hmm. His energy and all that. Like I know he was like you know trying to be like you know, a Mister Soldier. I think that was just sort of like little brother following the big brother into the mm-hmm. army. But um, where are they from? Do we know that? I, I would I would assume actually that you Enchanted know the, the land of the Enchanted Forest. Yeah. And I just wasn't sure. It kind of felt that way when we discovered they had a <laughs> Pegasus feather thing mm. um, sail because none of nobody seemed <laughs> flying really, pirate ship. Nobody seemed surprised by it. Like, every every the, episode needs a flying pirate ship. By the way, every episode needs something right flying. <laughs> and this is what I was in it for this episode. Mm. But um, the crew seems really dumb. Like, well, I mean, I know, but they were soldiers and they, you know, nobody was phased by the, fl- you know, lowering a thing and all of a sudden we're flying. Mm-hmm. No, no. Okay. The lieutenant or, or second lieutenant or whatever didn't even know they were going to be flying and, you know, lowly crew definitely didn't know. Yeah. And then, you know, they, or uh, Hook is like, so we're pirates now and they all throw off their jackets and like, <laughs> pirates. I'm like, <laughs> What? They're very fickle. They're very influenced. They couldn't even be bothered to get off the ship. I knew. What they brought was that? like they brought like forty men, and they sent two of them onto the island. The two most important ones from the ship. Mm-hmm. First of all, the ship could have run away. <laughs> they could have just left. Mm-hmm. So, well, I mean, they're soldiers. They probably they probably were pretty safe. Well, now they're at pirates. That point. Now they're pirates. All somebody had to do is say, "We're pirates. Leave or join hey, us." We're pi- well, I guess we're get, we're getting to that point uh, early. Uh, I I think I had a. a Sorry. Point about it or later on, but yeah, that that was like a. Re- it wasn't even like the, just the the crew members that had a really hard transition. It was the speech that Hook was giving. Right. It, it it was like someone was like, and I love the sun, and the sun is awesome, but actually the moon's awesome, and I'm gonna roll with the moon because it, it you know you know it was building up to this whole we're gonna take it back to the king and you know. Bring him down because he sucks and everything. Right. And then all of a sudden, just in the middle of that speech, it transitions from that to, you know what? Let's just be pirates and run around and, and mess with people. Want. Yeah. Like, we're just going to take what we want from whoever we want. And the end. And, and I actually – I had people who uh, – I, I know from other areas of the internet uh, who know I do this show. The dark realms of the internet perhaps. Yes, perhaps. But, <laughs> you know, they were tweeting me today. Be, oh, really? Uh, being like, what about that transition with Hook? Wasn't that <laughs> kind of out of nowhere kind of rough. so it, it, it was so jarring that even people who aren't like hardcore fans of the show like we or you out there are were even pointed out like wasn't that a little weird and that's what it really <laughs> took me by surprise that they just mm. were like flip-flop yeah I, and i mean it, it's very possible you know maybe they cut out a two or three lines that kind of ease the transition there for time or something but seriously two or three lines they should have left those <laughs> they could have cut something else yeah maybe uh maybe a hand grope from the kissing scene <laughs> 
<laughs> anyway, um, so what also what did happen with the was it Sexton? Mm-hmm. Actually, I think I have that later on too. Did, but that's did, fine. You just didn't read ahead. <laughs> My notes right right there. But no, that's fine. Yeah, I, I didn't see what happened to the Sexton. I don't either. It, it, well, it should have been thinking... in the satchel, mm-hmm. but he dr- purposely dropped, which seemed really weird to me because it was very well buried. Well, I do, there there was never a satchel, was there? Wait, wasn't that just a ruse? No. Well, and then he had he had the thing from his brother right. in, with him. In in you know way back when there was a satchel. We don't mm-hmm. know if they're ever if they're still. Well, they, well, you know, his brother was healed. They went back to the ship. I assume they took the satchel with them, right? Right. Yes. The, the dropping the thing mm-hmm. was a ruse. Yeah. But what happened to the sexton mm-hmm. in like all time and space? Yeah. I I I don't know. I I. Well, I wasn't. You know, you're not a creator. I don't expect you. To <laughs> I know. don't know why. Don't know. Why are you yelling at me? I don't know. <laughs> No, but actually, uh, I was thinking about it, and the the only thing I can really think uh, was maybe it was on the Jolly Roger. Maybe it's still on the Jolly maybe Roger. Maybe he tossed it because he obviously didn't want to yeah, go. Yeah, he never burned mind. the Pegasus sails. I know, and everything that was, that was expensive. I bet. <laughs> but yeah, it, it, like I, I I wouldn't be surprised if maybe the last episode or something we get a uh, <clears throat> you know a revisit. Uh, they head back to the Jolly Roger and he pulls it out in the nick of time and then Henry believes them out of Neverland or into the sky and out, oh, we'll out of Neverland or something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, yeah, where where did that sextant go? That seems like it could be pretty important. It, yeah. Like, maybe, maybe it's possible. Maybe Neil, maybe it was left on the island. Maybe Neil found it. Maybe that's where his say, star charts came from. That's what I was going to say. He did say that if they had that, they could decode mm-hmm. the star chart. Yeah. And we still don't know how Neil made it off the island. No. So. But Pan says he did it yeah. or permitted it. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Anyway, moving right along. Moving right along. Footloose and fancy free. Um, We're both way caffeinated tonight. <laughs> Sorry, y'all. Okay, so something I noticed in, in that <laughs> same flashback yeah. uh, where uh, Hook's brother, who I can't remember his name. It's not probably really not all that important. I actually think it was Liam. Was it Liam? Yeah, which was really <laughs> weird for me. <laughs> But uh, during that scene, Pan kind of just waves his hand and the vines part and everything. Did, have we ever seen Pan have that kind of magical power before to where he could just like do a Regina or a Rumple and just kind of like wave things around or whatever? Um, I don't know. I just thought I that was unusual because I know he he never – in the original stories, he never had powers like that. No, he didn't. And um, I don't know if we've seen him do that in, in once yet. I, I mean I could be – He definitely has magic. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He definitely has magic. I just didn't think he had moving Maybe stuff magic. Maybe he lost that part of his magic because mm-hmm. that was a flashback to hundreds of years ago. Yeah, this is true. So, this is true. Um, I don't know. I, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I, I guess I we'll need see. more pan it, backstory. It, really, the, the main reason I put this point in here is because I found it interesting, and I was wondering, you know, if maybe any of our listeners remember him, Pan doing that in the past couple episodes. Because I, I here I, comes the emails <laughs> and the tweets. Greetings from Storybrook at gmail dot com. If you remember uh, him doing that before, obviously we'll appreciate they, the time code. Thanks. Obviously, I'd remember <laughs> it if they'd explained it, right? Um, but I, I was just wondering if it, if it had come up before, right? So. So um, the magic spring, we're going to make a hard transition here, <laughs> is totally the Fountain of Youth. You think? Yeah. Like Ponce de Leon, Fountain of Youth? Are we going to get a Ponce de Leon? I don't really know Ponce de so Leon. So are, are you saying that Neverland is in Florida? Because <laughs> I believe that's where the Fountain of Youth was in that story. Possibly. <laughs> um, no, because he says 
uh, pan says something about how the waters from it keep everything young. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, he basically says this is the fountain of youth. Yeah. And because don't people go to the fountain of youth mm-hmm. to be healed it, we, and to not age? And mm-hmm. obviously none of the boys are aging. Yeah. So. Well, it, Neverland is, is, is the land of youth, right? Uh, right. And that water flows through everything mm-hmm. there. Yeah. Also, charming, never leaving Neverland. Anybody? <laughs> anybody? I actually. Uh, you have a theory? Uh, Let me I, guess. Well, you have, have a point later on? Yes. Uh, right, did, right did after Did you read line. any of my points actually, before filling yours No, in? I did. Like, I, I wrote this one to feed off of yours. Oh, okay. Um, no, no, but uh, what, I, what was I going to say? Yeah, it, it definitely could be a reference to the Fountain of Youth. That's kind of a very big thing in mythology, though. You know, a, a spring that, you know, gives life or eternally. Even like I, an example that pops into my head is in the Zelda games, the fairy fountains where you go to replenish your life. Uh, you know, it, it all it, comes back to video <laughs> games. And you know who, who uh, Link in Zelda dresses up as? Peter Pan. Anyway, <laughs> uh, it all connects. Adult beverage time. <laughs> no, but uh, feeding off of that, um, Pan says uh, that when, you know, Hook is trying to negotiate for his brother's life, that, you know, you can use the power of the fountain, but there's a price to pay for it. Uh, and right. that you have to pay Neverland a price, basically, right. for using it. And obviously his brother dies once they get back to the main world. As soon as they land, yeah. So I'm wondering if the price to be paid was his brother's life or if there was another separate price to be paid that is kind of their backdoor, how they're going to save Charming and let him leave Neverland in the end. There has to be something. And what would that price be, do you think? I have no idea because he kept going, I want to pay. How do I pay? (laughs) And like they just gave up because he didn't appear. Mm -hmm. I'd have done the same thing. Like I don't know – does he control what the price is? Like, does Pan? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I guess a, I, I it th- really depends on how much of Neverland is Pan. Pan. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry, speaking in unison, ditto. Anyway, anyway, no, no, but I, I I'm very interested to see uh, where that goes. I mean, it could even be something maybe. There's something wrong with Neverland that needs fixed. Maybe that's the price that needs paid. Based on uh, some episode titles uh, that we won't mention here, but got tweeted out earlier this week. That, maybe maybe yeah. there there's some sort of renewal that Neverland a, needs. A and that might, perhaps. And that might that might tie into the whole saving magic thing uh-huh. with Henry. Uh-huh. I think we're starting to connect lines here. <laughs> okay, next point. The Lost Boys are boring. Boring. I'm. Th- th- Okay, unless you're in that inner circle, all you do is climb ropes and sword play. <laughs> Which is and fun. And dance around for boys. fires. Seriously? What 16 year old boy do you know wants to dance around a fire? Well, let's go back to Victorian England and ask that same question. <laughs> like, That's true, obviously, 16 year old boys these days are more concerned with, I don't, actually, I don't know what 16 year old boys know. are concerned with these days. Um, but I don't know, they just don't seem. I mean, I know they all wanted to get away from their families and stuff, mm-hmm. but it almost doesn't seem like they strive to be in the inner circle even. Like some of them well, did, some of them don't. I, I mean, really the dynamic with with uh, Peter Pan and everything, it's kind of always been that way. There's Pan and then everybody else. 
Right. You know, and I mean, you know, in different versions, like obviously the Lost Boys have more defined personalities, like different costumes, say in the Disney, old Disney version, Rufio and Hook. Rufio. <laughs> <laughs> but you know they all have pretty defined personalities but it, really they're just foot soldiers in this version yeah mostly and, and i mean really uh so, something uh, that really struck me this episode and it keeps striking me every time they do it and i i'm like i said before i'm really loving the interpretation of the the peter pan characters uh -huh. but it, it struck me this episode that really this is peter pan Without the romance, without the fairy tale, tale angle. Right. This is the harsh reality of a little boys running around with swords in charge of their own island. This is Lord of the Flies with flying and magic. Yeah. And I really love it. Again, I, if, I, if there I mean, was a I'm whole not... series with this version of Peter Pan, I'd watch it all the time. Like, I yeah. would never not be watching it. It, it... it will be on 24-7 <laughs> on Justin.tv. Um, <laughs> just kidding. So – I don't know. I just don't find them a little boring. Yeah, it, I, I, I want to know how many of them there are. Like, I am glad that they finally decided to focus on one that wasn't uh, what's his name. Ah, uh, you know who I'm talking about. I do the blonde dude. The blonde dude. Yeah, I knew I, his name. We was, were both totally blanking on it. We both actually know it. We in do our know hearts. it. It's just it's, it's in my truest of hearts, <laughs> hardiest of hearts. Something, but it was nice to see another lost boy get speaking lines and yeah. Did and he even win a, a contest? Fight, a fight scene. I know. He bled. He got his heart taken out. He was pretty important. Mm -hmm. He must be someone's nephew. He, he'll be dead as soon as Pan finds <laughs> out. Guaranteed. Much. Oh, yeah. <laughs> anyway, continue. Okay. I, I really enjoyed Hook double-crossing Charming to save his life. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that, that was a really good contrast because, you know, villains, are they're always about – you know, doing the, the double cross towards their own ends or for selfish reasons. And by all appearances, it seemed like that's the direction it was going. Or at the very least, Hook, Hook was, if nothing else, just taking him up there to die. When the whole time, it, like, it really right. surprised me when I was surprised it, it, was, it was a bid to save his life. Uh -huh. I mean, obviously, once we got the flashback and saw what happened with his brother, it was we pretty saw obvious. Was going. Right. But I, I, I thought that was a really good, and it really uh, something that has been happening a lot this in the series in general, and a lot this season. The people you think are good guys are generally shown to be some of the best characters in the show, as far as a moral standpoint. Right. And a lot of the people you think are bad guys end up being some of the, or, or you know, reverse that. Um, reverse that. The good guys are bad. The good bad is guys evil. Are good. Evil is good. Okay. The, Peter Pan. Peter Pan's evil as heck. Evil, evil, evil. Every char character on the show thinks he's a horrible guy. Captain Hook, pretty good decent. Guy. Pretty good guy. Rumpel, once you get past some some things he's done, the, that whole Last dark murder. one period. Yeah, that, he's still the dark one. He is still the dark one, but he's a little, he, he's a little softer around the edges now, thanks to Belle. But uh, you know, in, in the well, I mean, just the fact that you know he ended up. He starts out as the the biggest of the big bads, you know, minus maybe the evil queen at first. Right. Season uh, one. Yeah, season one. And now he – well, I mean season one, by the time the first half of the season was through, he was my favorite character and he was the character I was rooting for. And he was still the evil guy. Yeah. Yeah. And now, But now he's yeah, – I, I think he's pretty much on the side of the angels. We'll see, you know, what happens like next week. <laughs> Things right. can change. Um. So Henry's sword fighting. That was pretty impressive. Mm -hmm. Best acting we've seen from young Henry. He believed he could. <laughs> okay, going with that. Mm -hmm. Do you think it was actually Henry's magic that did the sword or pants magic? Um, because he told him to close his eyes. See, I, I, I personally think it was pants magic. It so kinda, do I. It, it, it kind of – 
it kind of reminded me it also kind of reminded me of the scene from last year i in gold shop where gold coaxes emma into using her powers for the first time uh, okay. or you know on purpose for the first time kind of grooming her i this this kind of reminded me of the same thing what i really took from it was that henry is eventually go- going to be able to do this right and Pan's just trying to kind of ease him into it and make him, you know, believe, believe, believe. that he, he can do it. But I, I really think that uh, Henry transforming something into a sword is going to be Pan's eventual downfall. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I, I think I, I kind of just got the impression that Pan was teaching Henry how to defeat Pan in this episode without realizing it. Not like intentionally right. or anything. But I, I, I think, you know, it makes dramatic sense yeah. that Pan is going to get taken out by Henry with the sword that Henry thinks up. Right. Um, I didn't put this in here. I don't know why. I was rushing. Um, do you think Henry believed the message or do you still think he thought it was a trick for real? I don't know. Well, uh, I, 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 th- I think if nothing else, he, he was – unsure enough about it to where he didn't want to risk pan finding out (laughs) that he had a magic mirror with you know three people pan was fighting on it right or well i mean obviously he he couldn't be sure that pan was even fighting them because he didn't know they were there (laughs) until he got the mirror but uh i i I think uh if nothing else it it'll give him just a little bit of hope and maybe delay him joining with the lost boys a little bit just a little bit he seems to be enjoying though Uh, some points of it but he seems again he seems really bored Mm -hmm. like really because this isn't henry's an intellectual Mm -hmm. these are not intellectuals except for pan i i mean he was getting into a little bit especially uh in in the sword fight i when he sliced the guy's cheek and stuff and then he was like wait a second what did i do (laughs) like he just got a little too into it yeah but um, yay, props for Neil and Charming teaching him how to use a sword mm-hmm. because – That came in handy. Came in a little handy there. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I actually completely forgot about those They scenes. both had taught him sword play. Mm-hmm. So – Yeah, I think actually uh, one of our episodes from last season, we even used the Charming and Henry uh-huh. sword fighting as a – Our clip. A, or our little poster image yeah. for the episode. Way to be. So that's fun. Okay, so um, I kind of got the impression that Regina knew that Charming and Hook were lying because she just gives Hook this look like right right when they're like spinning their or when Charming starts to spin the, the yarn. Yeah. And uh, it, it just kind of um, I, I think she might know. Regina does have a lot of magical power. And then, then she kind of pretends to be offended at the suggestion of rum, but I think she was just kind of trying to get out of there to mull it over, almost. The, the, it wasn't even so much that she was rejecting the rum, it's that she wanted to... Reject the whole thing. Or no, she just kind of wanted to uh, assess the situation, or once she saw that, she wanted to kind of assess it and see how she could maybe use it to her advantage. Okay, okay. But uh, do you think uh, Snow and Emma will ever find out yes. about the lie? Yes. It'll it- ruin the family! <laughs> Don't ruin the family! Like, I, I, like, what is she, the godmother? <laughs> Sorry. No, but I, I, I definitely... Uh, It'll be interesting to see, and you see their reaction to it, too, because really, in the grand scheme of things, the only thing they really did wrong in the whole situation was lie about it. Yeah. I, I mean, even at that point, if they had been upfront about it, it probably would have been okay. Yeah. So much. we'll see how that shakes out and how that might affect the whole Captain Swan pairing. If anything tears down Captain Swan besides Neil, it's going to be, gonna be that lie. Yeah. For sure. Okay. Uh, and who's we have, in the cage? Who's in the cage? Who's in the cage? I am. Interesting.
Spoiler. <laughs> Bill Meeks is in the cage. No, no seriously. Rumple, Ariel, because we know she's coming. Next mm-hmm. week's episode is called Ariel. Tink. Well, I don't think I don't think Pan's sense of fun would let him put Rumple in a cage because Rumple's too fun of a chess piece, as yes. Pan put it, to you know just put it in a cage. Oh, I know, but it also would be a nice visual to have mm-hmm. father and son, you know, strapped up by their bootstraps. Yeah. I think Ariel's a pretty good, especially since we're definitely getting, getting her. Uh, that Ariel's a pretty good uh, choice. I also think that Rumple's shadow is that's actually probably my favorite. How do you capture a shadow. I don't know. How do you rip a shadow away from a body? Magic. Magic. <laughs> but no. What I, about Tink? Tink's a possibility too. But I, if I had to pick a favorite, you You're know, I, shadow? I would pick Rumple Shadow. Right now, I'm picking Tink. You're picking. I'm Tink. picking Tink. Where, where was the last time we saw Tink? When she stomped off because they didn't have an escape plan. This is true. This is true. <laughs> <laughs> so. She's like, and come get me when you need something. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I, I don't, I don't see. I don't see why they would feel the need to capture Tink and hold her prisoner with Neil. Because it seems like they were doing that towards a purpose. I don't know. I don't, I'm not in Pan's mm-hmm. head. <laughs> I can't understand it all. I don't want to be in Pan's head. I don't honestly. either. But this may this is a border spoilery thing. So mm-hmm. I'm just, you know, forewarning you. Yeah. Um, I don't know if we see Ariel in Neverland. Completely. We mm-hmm. may see her there, but I think this next episode is when we actually go back to Storybrooke. Is, is it? I think it's, I feel like episode six. But they, but there was some stu- Neverland stuff in here too, I like said in modern day. I said completely. Okay. <clears throat> um, just because I remember, I feel episode six sticks out in my head a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and there were lots of stills of Ariel and Belle in Storybrooke, modern day Storybrooke. I, just be just because you know in the in the trailer for next week's episode there's some stuff in modern day Neverland. Obviously, I won't say why, but it's obvious uh, that it's modern day Neverland. It just makes me question it because I thought the next time we were going to see Storybrooke, it was going to be a flashback episode uh, that picked up right where last season left off in Storybrooke. I'm googling. <laughs> But uh, yeah, it should be interesting. Um, I mean, you don't need to go- Google. I just it. wanted to Google. It's <laughs> okay. I'll find out. So out of Ooh. 14 Lost Boy Hearts. You keep sticking around 14. Sorry. Sorry. Do that, something different. Get 67 creative. Lost Boy Hearts. For the love. Out of 67 Lost Boy Hearts, how many Lost Boy Hearts would you give this episode? 63. 63. Why? Because it was phenomenal. And when you mm-hmm. get into such a big ratings, each little thing is a bit, or each step is a little thing. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, 63. 63? It's a lot of hearts. That is. That is I don't it, even know if there's that many Lost Boys. <laughs> Do we cut them in quarters? I, I forget the exact number I said. 67. 67? Yeah. Okay, I would give it 67. Oh, there's no room for improvement. There's always room for improvement. There, not in this episode. I thought, I, I didn't have any, you know what, I had one complaint about this episode. You've never and done that a was, self-evaluation, <coughs> have you? There's always, you never give yourself a perfect score. No, but that, that, that was a quick, uh, it, it was a quick transition in the speech with uh, Captain Hook when mm-hmm. he, you know, converted the ship from a military ship to a pirate ship. In 12 seconds. Uh, but, but that was my, literally my only complaint. I okay. thought. I mean, I agree. I agree. I think it was as perfect an episode of Once as I've seen, personally. Okay. Okay. And I love Pan so much. You love a 17-year-old boy. I do. And if they kill him off, I'm going to be so upset if they kill him off at the end. 
I don't know. The end of this half I season. I almost feel like they have to. I hope. I hope he at least lasts through the entire or season. Maybe. And now we're just in hypothesis land. Mm-hmm. Maybe he goes off the island and grows up. Maybe he grows up. That would be cool. Definitely. I want to see him grow up. <laughs> Maybe never. Peter Pan finally grows up. Well, as we saw in Hook, that doesn't really go so well. <laughs> he gets scared of heights. So anyway, nice. Yeah, as always, a uh, lot of fun, a <laughs> lot of fun, and I guess we'll see what happens next week. And uh, we'll we'll talk about the trailer for next week here in a couple minutes too. But right now, uh, we want to thank Audible for sponsoring this week's episode thank of Reading from Storybrooke. And uh, for you, the listeners of Greetings from Storybrooke, Audible is offering a free audiobook download with a free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. Now, as always, we like to recommend a book every week, and uh, <clears throat> we usually both do it, but Anne-Marie didn't get hers in in time, so... Guess what? You've not gotten yours in on time before. I have. So, Tad, you're it. I'm researching Ariel while you <laughs> That's fair. You you do your re- research. I No, but I, I decided, you know, we've been trying to do picks that were thematically tied into the series. We didn't have much this week. We were talking earlier. Next week, it's going to be all Little Mermaid. Guaranteed. This week, I'm going to pull out a personal favorite novel. It's called It's Superman. It's by Tom DeHaven. Really great story. It's set in the 1930s. It's a period piece. It's basically the origin story of the Superman from Action Comics number one. Most of it is, it's kind of like uh, if Steinbeck wrote a Superman novel. It's basically young Clark Kent traveling the country, uh, you know, kind of like the grapes of that wrath era era America, kind of trying to find himself and eventually making it to, well, it's actually New York City that he operates out of mm-hmm. in this novel and uh, meeting up with Lex Luthor, evil, evil robots, all that stuff. But it's really good. It's called It's Superman by Tom DeHaven. You can get a link to it directly by going uh, to the show notes at greetingsfromstorybrook.com. And uh, to download uh, that book or any audiobook of your choice for free, you can go to audibletrial.com slash storybrook. Again, that's audibletrial.com slash storybrook for your free audiobook. And we want to thank Audible again for sponsoring this week's episode. Thank you, Audible. Much appreciated. And now, on to the news. News. Okay, and you, I totally found an article and got really, really excited. Do your do your ratings first. Okay. Because mine's really it's, – it's a synopsis of next week, which oh. answers some questions that we actually mentioned. Interesting. We, we should actually probably save that for after the pro- – no, yeah, I guess it's, it's all it's spoiler. All, it's all spoilers. You okay. all know that when the ratings are over, it's spoiler land. Okay, so uh, ratings this week. Uh, Sunday's top-rated broadcast drama was Once Upon a Time, which is Holla. awesome. And it spiked over its eighteen eight or adult eighteen to forty nine lead in at eight p.m. and defeated its non sports competition on CBS by twenty nine percent. That's a big. That's a big leap over any other show. Up five five percent uh, from last from the week. week. So that, that's not a you know that's not insignificant. Especially considering it's been dropping the past couple weeks. It dropped like once. Yeah, it dropped once, but it you know bounced mm-hmm. back up. And honestly. If they properly promote Ariel, they're mm-hmm. going to get people who haven't watched a lot because yeah. there may be people who just wanted to see mm-hmm. an Ariel Little Mermaid character. I'm just saying. Yeah. Uh, it would have gotten me. It's definitely doing a lot better than Wonderland. Let's not talk about it. You, you know what? Someone mentioned on Twitter. I forget who it was, but and I thought it was a really good point. Why didn't they just do it as a block? As like a Sunday night block. Yes. Once and once yes. Wonderland. I th- but you know what? Could that have been overkill on the night? 
Probably uh, not. I, I don't think it could be doing any. I think it would be doing worse. It would be doing better than it is right now on Thursdays against Big Bang Theory. Yeah, really. That's but, like uh, the worst possible spot to put it. But we talked about a lot about that in our Wonderland episode. So go back and listen. Go back. To listen to our last episode where we uh, Alice versus with, uh, the G- Disco op- Opium Den. Best title ever. <laughs> Seriously, I may have tweeted this afternoon that I was just really excited. I was like, "There's mm-hmm. no way to ever beat that." Yeah. Nothing. Nothing can beat that. Okay, so here's what I was squealing about while he was doing his audible mention um, on wetpaint.com. And this link will be in the show notes, but I'm pretty much going to read it to you because it's amazing. <laughs> spoilery. Very, very spoilery. Um, it's just sort of an article about the introduction of Ariel. Um, back in fairy tale land that was when Ariel saves Snow White from drowning, which we will see in the promo in a second. Mm-hmm. Um, drowning in the oceans that Snow returns the favor by helping her new friend get acquainted with Prince Eric, with whom she has fallen madly in love with. Ooh. Oh, Prince Eric. <laughs> um, meanwhile, Emma, Mary Margaret, David, and Hook attempt to save Neil, who is imprisoned by one in one of Pan's encampments. And Regina and Mr. Gold begrudgingly team up to find a way to take down Pan. Sweet. So basically, it's everything you want to see. There is nothing about that that I don't like. And then it goes on to say, excuse me, um, the fact that Emma, her parents, and Hook are all teamed up to save Neil suggests that Hook puts his romantic interests aside in favor of telling the team the truth about Neil's presence on the island. And just like we first scene, just I, I mean, it has it. to be. It yeah. has to be if they're going to even have time mm-hmm. to go look for him. Mm-hmm. It has to be that first scene because way too much is going to happen. Yeah. And you know something based on uh, that description to us, uh, a scene I see playing out in this episode is Regina shows up, Gold's talking to imaginary Belle <gasps> and Regina, were, and basically the- just slaps him out of it kind of thing yeah and it, we'll go ahead and uh, transition right into <laughs> the trailer like exploding with traileriness and, and, and this is actually the scene that was making me think there's no possible way it was going to be in storybrook too was i uh, the ba- bell basically and this trailer will be in our show notes as well but there's a trailer for ariel next week and uh basically they show uh the the rescuing mind the bell but being, mind bell is being, being mind choked <laughs> By something yeah, or someone. Being Star Wars choked. Yeah, yeah. By question mark, which one can only assume it right now with that mm-hmm. is that it's Regina. That it's Regina that goes in there and she's like, stop being crazy. Yeah, basically, <laughs> dude. Come yeah, out, come out of it, come out of it. No, but this uh, this trailer looks really good. I think I think uh, the woman they they got to play Belle is going to be really good. You mean Ariel? Or Belle, because Ariel. Belle's been yeah, pretty awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Ariel looks spot on. Mm-hmm, for sure. For what? And Eric looks pretty good too. Eric Prince does, Eric. honestly. Like, mm-hmm. they got him as close to the cartoon as you really could. Yeah. I'm kind of impressed. And uh, there was a bit of a kerfluffle in the fandom concerning this trailer because it is revealed that uh, Ursula is actually Regina. I'm oh. looking at her tentacled. She's self. blonde, though, isn't she? Yeah, she's Which blonde. Which is really odd. Which is great for the the fashion side of Regina. You know, there'll be a lot the of... The cosplayers but, <laughs> are going to be excited. What's but, the next con? <laughs> but yeah, in Grand Once Tradition, uh, Regina or Rumpelstiltskin is basically every baddie in every story. But I <laughs> mean, that's kind of the way... I still think Pan has to be somebody else, though. Mm-hmm. He's a baddie. B- besides He's, just the Pied Piper? Yeah, he needs another one. Um, let's see. But I don't know what he could be since I think we might be killing him off or what, making him grow what, up. What was that? Oh. No, there was another famous Peter, wasn't there? I don't know. It, it, it would be cool if – because I, I know there are a few other Peter fairy tales. I can't 
think of them off the top of my head, but something they did in Fables that I thought always thought was really cool is there was a character named Jack that you meet. Jack in the first... Sprat, who'd eat no fat, his wife could eat no lean. Well, you meet him in the first couple issues, and then he's kind of like comedic relief. He just pops up every now and again. But then uh, they gave him his own series, and you come to find out that he's every Jack ever. He's Jack Sprat. <laughs> he's Jack and the Beanstalk. He's basically every fairy tale so character with a character Peter. named Jack. Uh, is Jack of Fables. Uh, so it would be kind of cool if every Peter and every fairy tale ever was Peter Pan. Well, we haven't met any others. This is true. And I mean, it wouldn't be unusual for ones to do either because they've no. kind of already done that with Regina with and Rumpel. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah, but very good. Uh, it looks like next week's episode will be very, very fun. I know. And I have to work Sunday night. No. No. But uh, obviously, when next week's episode airs, we would love for you to write us. And oh, and I can't even—I won't be able to check the email, the Twitters, the nothing. Nope, nothing. But Y'all are going to torture me, aren't you? I, I was trying to do a very smooth transition into our listener questions and feedback segment. Sorry, uh, you just depressed me. No, it's fine. It's fine. <sighs> Depression's a powerful force. Don't <laughs> but uh, you know, obviously, we want you to write write us in and let us know, know your thoughts about it once the episode airs. Uh, you can email. Email us greetingsfromstorybrook at gmail.com. Tweet us at GF Storybrook. Our Facebook, facebook.com slash greetingsfromstorybrook. And you can leave us a voicemail, which is our favorite, favorite, favorite at 424-274-2352. That's 424-274-2352. Guaranteed you will be on the show if you leave us a voicemail. We Guaranteed. A couple tonight. We have never not aired a voicemail. Never. Sure. We've, We've cut them snip. short. Yeah. We've snipped them a little bit. Well, but yeah, we everybody needs a nip talk. And also we we I you know, you can use any of these contact methods to write in for our feedback show later this week, uh, as we mentioned at the top of the episode. I'm so excited for that mm. because a lot of times we do have to cut stuff because mm. we get some lengthy letters. Yeah. Let's you know, no novellas this week. <laughs> just give me a couple sentences, a little paragraph mm-hmm. and you know, we'll obviously just babble on about it and mm-hmm talk it through yeah voicemails would be really good too just to make sure we fill up (laughs) fill up all the time because it's going to be all listener feedback so if it ends up being 20 minutes it's all your fault yeah it's your fault basically if you want to listen to us talk for a solid 45 (laughs) plus minutes you need to write us but we also uh you know if you leave us a a (laughs) review on itunes that's another guaranteed read guaranteed uh, read on the show and we got three this week uh do you want to read our first one from the mad hobbit oh the mad hobbit it <clears throat> entitled enjoying the storybook it's time to have co- it's great to have i can't read it's great to have company when there's a boring job to do for me the, that company is a podcast and greetings from storybook is one of my favorites bill and Anne marie keep my mind of off more tedious matters as they discuss the intriguing storylines from abc's once upon a time their in-depth and often hilarious commentary always points out points out elements i miss things that clarify twists and enlighten me as character as two characters imply i'm so sorry i'm butchering this it's totally fine the po- i was apologizing to the writer <laughs> <laughs> the podcast is of professional quality in preparation and production a must listen without a doubt thanks to bill and Amory. oh and don't miss their companion podcast greetings from wonderland <laughs> whoop, whoop. thank you thank Matt you Matt and, and for for pimping the <laughs> greetings from wonderland as well yes okay our next one is from richard uh Kinzel, I think it is. I, I think I, so. I love your podcast, and both of you have me laughing every time I listen. Keep it up. Uh, oh, wait, that was... Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That we was- know who that was. 
That was someone who has a, a secret, secret identity. identity. <laughs> a secret who shall identity. remain. <laughs> what have you done to me? <laughs> but uh, someone who shall remain nameless, but thank you very much, Deb K. Uh, <laughs> and then finally, we have one from Sexy Nachos. I'm going to go with Sexy Nachos. Yeah, S-E-C-K-S-Y, Nachos. Sexy Nachos, I love it. I cannot state how much I love, love, love this show. Even when I need to catch up on Once and Onesterland, I love that. (laughs) I still enjoy the ever-loving love out of this show. Thanks, guys. Team Captain Swan. Boom. And that'll be be in the iTunes reviews forever. Thank you very much. Swan fire forever. Okay, now we'll go ahead and move on to our voicemails. The first one is from a great friend of the show, Hope. She uh, left us this one just this evening, so moments before the show aired. Truly not long. Yeah. Take it away, Hope. Hey, guys. It's Hope. I absolutely loved Good Form. I thought it was the best episode so far this season. I wanted to point out one little thing, which was Pan Calling Hook by the name Killian was the very first time what's happened since the Doctor. He hasn't been called Killian in over a year. I think it's a bit of character development for him, and the moment that the good guys start calling Killian by his first name is going to be a step forward for our favorite pirate captain away from his actual final Trek revenge. It's going to be the big step forward, so here's room for character development. Talk to you guys later. Bye. I guarantee you that Hope is right because she is the biggest Killian, Killian. Jones she fan. Even, she, even, she cosplayed him. Yeah, she went as, as Femme Killian <laughs> to Dragon Con <laughs> this Killian. year. When yes. we were on the season two panel, for once, she was right. dressed as, as Killian. My only thing mm-hmm. is Pan only knew him as Killian. Or, or at least initially knew Initially, him. and you know, typically you call somebody by what you originally meet them as. Mm-hmm. Unless you develop a nickname for them, that would be my yeah. only... Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know argument with that. Yeah. Um, because he doesn't really know him as Hook. Mm-hmm. He knows him as Killian. But I agree with the if they start calling him Killian thing, it will be a turn. Uh, and they sort they're leaning that way. You can Definitely. see that. But I don't know if that's going to happen before Emma starts calling her parents mom and dad. <laughs> just, just. I don't know what what people call other people on the show is so confusing because every character has three different (laughs) names. At least. Or if you're Rumple, you have 17. (laughs) Okay. And we got another voicemail here. Unfortunately, I don't think they left their name. uh, We'll hear it if I'm wrong on that, but I'm pretty sure I'm right. Okay. Uh, So we'll go ahead and play this one now. I'm not a mouse. Hey, guys. Um, I'm a new listener uh, of Greetings from Starbucks, and I have to say I really enjoyed your recent episodes. I mean, I'm going to go back and listen to them all, but for now, I'm just... Um, regarding what you said at the beginning of um, the most recent episode, uh, <laughs> it was really funny because I actually came over from the podcast that shall not be named, I guess. Um, but I heard about you guys first from the round table, and then that was... Uh, you guys seemed interesting. I thought you guys have improved a lot over this season and uh yeah great job keep it up and um, i mean under a minute no that's that's too difficult i can't do it under a minute but yeah uh just wanted to say 
um, great work, guys. Okay, bye. Thank you, Anonymous. Yes, and thank you for keeping it under a minute. Uh, you know, if you want to call in again and uh, let us know what you're thinking of the season also so far. Also, what your name is. Yeah, th- your name would be great, too. Otherwise, uh, you're Anonymous. But we, we uh, will definitely include that. You don't have to keep it under a minute for the feedback no. episode. It can be 40 minutes, and then, you know, we only have we'll to cover just... that 20 minutes. So awesome. <laughs> it'll be great. Perfect. Um, uh, we also wanted to thank Amber because uh, uh, we didn't have time to include the email, but she did write us into uh, thanking us for uh, what we said at the, the top, top of last, of last week's show. show concerning the whole Mulan Aurora situation. So we wanted to thank Amber for writing in too. Okay. You want to take this next sure, one? Sure. Let's see if I can read this one better. <laughs> Valentina, I apologize now if I butcher it. <clears throat> Hello, Bill and Anne-Marie. I love listening to your podcast, and I love listening to you two. You are so funny together. It's been really great to hear your recaps every week. On a serious note, parenthesis, not really, parenthesis, you make me laugh about your ship war lately. And don't get me wrong, I love Neil, but I don't know if I like him with Emma. Blasphemy. I like it. Her. Um, <laughs> Tell me more of this perspective. <laughs> I I mean, do we all forget he was engaged a few days ago? This is true. And he doesn't seem affected by the fact that his fiance shot him. Or that his fiance was a plant. Uh, go or ahead. that his fiance is dead. <laughs> um, <laughs> I know he's been through a lot in his life, but come on. Am I the only one who'd like to see him mention her at least once? I'd take at least once, but I don't mm. think that'll happen till him and Emma are reunited to yeah. actually have a heart to heart. Although I, I don't know if we're going to see any more mentions of Greg and Tamara no, ever again. Ever again. The, the, the watch was the final. It, it almost feels like the writers just realize how bad it went it's kind of like that uh that clip from the simpsons you see where homer slowly backs away into the bush (laughs) they're just like okay we understand okay um as for emma and him i think it'll be nice to see on the show that you can have a first love but it doesn't mean it's your true love Mm -hmm. they can still be a family and love each other and support one another i don't know maybe it's just me i'd like to hear why Anne marie is such a swan fire though (laughs) Because, oh, we'll speak to that. Okay, yeah. I will speak to that. I liked their dynamic. Mm-hmm. I liked how they fed off each Tallahassee, other. Tallahassee, not with Tallahassee. Um, <laughs> I just, I you could feel the genuine love between them, mm-hmm. and the fact while they were ripping off convenience stores, you know, whatever there was a keychain. <laughs> um, but even at the end when he's falling through the thing, you could see genuine love. Like I don't think with the engagement. Mm-hmm. I don't think he even thought it was real. Yeah, he obviously doesn't age very much. <laughs> so, well, I mean, I, th- I think I, I, I think he was in it. Really? Do like, you? I, I really think he was in that relationship, and because he was struggling with it and struggling with like right. reconciling Tamara, and he has yeah, a son but I think and he everything. Was, I think he was also fighting his feelings for mm-hmm. Emma as soon as he saw her, because just like she said, as soon as she saw him, she admitted to herself that she never stopped loving him. <laughs> Possibly the same thing in reverse. As soon as he saw her, he had to mm-hmm. – he was trying to fight that because he was in this relationship and he probably did love Tamara to an extent. Yeah. But I believe in true love, OK? But see, see, the thing is though is that, you know, Neil, you know, he said he loved Emma but they really haven't got a chance to find out who they are after all these years or who each other is after all these years. So he doesn't really love Emma. He loves his memories of Emma. 
But Emma's a completely different person now. I, I would not be surprised if what happens, they get reunited, they try, and it's just like fizzle city. They just but I want that them spark to, I want isn't them to get anymore. that chance to try. I'm 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 sure they will not let this go without giving Emma and, <laughs> <Not a fight. laughs> yeah, without giving an Emma and Neil that chance. I just personally think that at the end of all that, that Hook will win the day, and that Neil will be supportive of it. That's my call. Swan fire forever. Captain um, Swan. <laughs> okay. Back to the letter. Also, who's in the cage? Thoughts? We gave well, them. We gave them. Covered that already. Um, see you next week for Ariel, my favorite Disney character. You are not alone. Power to team Anne-Marie. Um, I am so excited um, because I am so on the hashtag Anne-Marie team. I like you too, Bill. Don't be sad. Have a great week, guys. Smiley. I am a little sad. Just a little bit. But thank you very much, Valentina, for the for the letter. And I think that was the first time we've heard from Valentina. It so. is. I love getting we're getting a lot of new people feedback. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe not new, but new writing in. New people feeding back. Not I'm gonna new- let you read the next letter. Okay. Okay. Is this a new person? No, it's not. Uh, this letter is from Michael Lucero, who's written it before. I find the whole dream shade subplot interesting yet very puzzling as well. First of all, I think Charming should definitely have told the others what happened when it happened. Preach on, brother man. Uh, when it had first happened. Uh, he might have thought that doing so would slow down the quest to save Henry, but it's already slowed it down anyway by causing him and Hook to go off on that quest to the top of the mountain. Uh-huh. I will say that Charming did think that that was towards the towards saving, aim yeah. of saving Henry, and I guess eventually it was. Uh, I can kind of see his point of view and keeping it hidden but his choice is a bit misguided he's not making a personal choice for himself he's making a choice for all the others too when and to what degree they're able to deal with the tragedy that he thinks is inevitable uh, tonight's developments made it make it a little more interesting now that he's jacob from lost having drank magical island water that means he can't ever leave we don't get that reference i'm sorry Darn. we never saw it I kind of think that unless some unforeseen development comes along to make him no longer bound to Neverland, that Snow will end up staying in Neverland, which kind of makes me wonder if Peter Pan will be defeated and that world will become like a new home to that family. Probably unlikely, but it could happen. Well, spoilers on titles. Yeah. We go there. Uh, We we could mention that real quick. Uh, Adam Horowitz tweeted out this week one of the new titles uh, for the upcoming episodes is The New Neverland. I'm going to try and find which one while you're reading. <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah, that definitely could – there could be something like that happening. And uh, he also says, I like I liked Hook's backstory except I thought his transition from loyal yet skeptical soldier of the king to a pirate who's proud to call himself a thief was a bit jarring. Agreed. Agreed. After all, in America, the founding fathers decided they were no longer longer loyal to England, but didn't decide that they were therefore lawless thieves and criminals. Can't wait to see what y'all think. Take care, Michael Lucera. Thank you, Michael. And uh, I'm getting there. Yeah, we definitely did agree on the uh, the whole situation with uh, Killian. Killian's quick turn <laughs> it just seemed very off, very very off. But we also uh, we also got a tweet from Stacy Anderson at Stacy Karen ninety two, and uh, she says that good form was an amazing episode. Love the curveball Peter Pan threw at the end. So excited for Ariel. Is it next Sunday yet? <laughs> I would thank Stacy for that. And you want to take this last one from Allison? I'm not sure what you're looking for. I'm but trying to the find time what is episode past. is New Neverland. <laughs> the time is fast. The time it's, is fast. It's okay. some episode between 6 and, and 11. <laughs> 22. <laughs> True. Okay. 
<clears throat> well, I'm not exactly sure what to say about this episode, except that this love triangle is going to ruin the show. Two reasons. One, whatever turns out to be Endgame, Swanfire or Captain Swan, is going to li- leave one half of fandom very upset. And two, it will no question put one character in a bad light. The first season, they did it. Mary, Margaret, David, and Catherine, and the entire ordeal made David look like a horrible and weak person. This season, this Neil-Emma Hook triangle is making Neil look really bad. Why? I don't understand. You are not on Team Anne-Marie, are you? (laughs) Um, And causing people to say so many terrible things about him because he comes between their OTP. I think that's off the page. Oh, okay. Like off the page pairing or something. Sorry, living in Atlanta, OTP means something completely <laughs> this different. This is true. This is true. Um, and recently, Emma has been accused of being weak for breaking down last week. What? I don't. I'm not familiar with this part of the fandom. Mm-hmm. Um, the only scroll too far. Safe ending for this plot is that Neil Hook and maybe even Regina just throw, throw Emma overboard and go to Storybrooke and play poker. <laughs> Allison, Allison, Allison. You know, I really think we we need to get on the tumblers or something. Oh, but Tumblr makes me twitchy. I know me too. I, like I, I, get I just hives. don't get it. I, I don't, get, don't it. get it. I don't get it. But I I, I guess I, a lot of this stuff happens on on the tumblers Does too. Does this happen on the tumblers? You, you know what, Allison? I I I'm gonna say generally I don't do this when we get feedback. I would like you to write back in and let me know what you think about my scenario i casted a few minutes ago about how the whole swan fire captain swan thing could play out and do you think that that would ruin the show do you think that would leave bad feelings on all sides of fandom because i almost think that would probably be the best case scenario found it for every side but okay uh you found the what episode it's episode 10 episode 10 yeah so before the half season. Before break. the half season. That makes sense. He also says, because mm-hmm. I like to refer to the Twitters. See, I'm a Twitterer. Twitterer? <laughs> Tweeter? There we go. Not a Tumblr. Twit. That's a whole different thing. <laughs> um, but some of them listen. Um, he says that they're um, polishing 311, so episode 11, and working on the story for 12. So they're they're at the break, too. Mm-hmm. So. Interesting. Yeah, but Allison, I'd like you to write in and uh, let me know what you think about my scenario. I think that almost seems like it would be a situation that every side would be happy with, an outcome everyone would be happy with. But I'd like to know what you think, Allison. Uh, So uh, So, we want to remind everyone, greetings from storybrook at gmail.com. At GF Storybrook. At GF Storybrook on the Twitter. Uh, Voicemail number is 424-274-2352. Write in. We're doing a feedback episode this week. It's all about you. So you need to write in so we have stuff to talk about. Otherwise, it's just going to be us for 10 minutes reading. Yes. And now, Amory, where can people find you? You can find me on the Twitters. On the Twitters? At at Simone. You may also hashtag me at Team Amory. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and you can find me on Twitter. I'm at Bill Meeks. I, I'm, I'm also putting out an audiobook uh, podcast for my upcoming novel that's being released uh, on or around December 17th called Dog Boy Den of Thieves. You can find that at dogboyadventures.com. And I would not be surprised if when we get a little closer to the release date, if we might not be giving away uh, four or five free copies. Wow, four or five. You're feeling generous. Digital copies. We're not gonna- <laughs> Let's not get crazy. Maybe, maybe we'll send out one autographed one, four or five digital. Possible. We'll f- I'll figure it out. I'll figure maybe it I out. I should write a book. <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah so really i guess that's about it for this week and we'll so. be, be back with you in a few days for our feedback episode but until- leave me the feedbacks feedback please feedback. but until then <laughs> greetings, greetings from, from storybrook, storybrook.
<laughs> so much feedback. Give me the feedback. <laughs>